What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero. I'm the host, and perhaps the host with the most tangential outbursts. I like to go on rants and tangents. I feel like I take the guest all over the place. So by default, I take you, the listener, all over the place on this, you know, conversational journey. But bear with me, because I think it really does have a message intertwined in every episode, because conversations that people have are actually more important than we realize. If you're listening at all, clearly you like to listen to content similar to this, you know, where people have a conversation and they're just, you know, bullshitting kind of, but also talking some real shit, what their legitimate concerns are, what their legitimate hopes are, what their legitimate, you know, goals are intended to be how life is treating them, all that kind of stuff is totally valid. And it always reminds us that we're connected at the end of the day. Without that connection, we can't gain momentum towards a better tomorrow. We all need each other to succeed if we, any of us want to succeed. It may not seem like that sometimes, especially in the modern time where everyone seems to fucking hate each other almost, but that's not true. We all need each other. Maybe we're just not nice to each other about it, but we all have to fill the role that we're called to fill. So, by having conversations like the one on this episode of the Symbios Now podcast and every episode, is to inspire you to go have a good conversation out there. So get it going. The fuck are you doing? What are you waiting around for? Well, hold on. Listen to this episode real quick and then get back out there and have your conversations. For this episode, we have Tony Padilla on the podcast. He is here. He's ready to roll. I'm super excited to talk to him. We are actually taking a class together at the junior college here in Reedley, California, um, which is super dope because I met him like a semester ago and then we ended up somehow in the same class and we hit it off. And I like the man. I like the way he talks about shit, but I also like his real world experience. And what he offers is, I think, pretty insightful information and I think that we're going to have a good-ass time. So if you're ready to roll, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with Tony Padilla on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah, man, we're just chilling with my folks, man, you know what I mean? Having a little fun while we're taking a little 15-20 minute break from the Ujo. Chickens, Tony. Chickens are such a weird creature. Because they're like dinosaurs. That's Literally, you look at them and you can kind of tell. Like, yeah. when, when I was growing up, I would have never thought of a chicken because I well, didn't have chickens. Mm-hmm. I'd see, like, pictures or, like, shit on, on, on Discovery Channel or something of chickens. Right, right, um, right. But as I got older and I got my own chickens and I'd be around them more, I'm like... I'm like, holy shit, they are literally dinosaurs. They look like they're not so much a bird to me almost. Their claws and their legs are like scaly, like a like a so fucking true. raptor would look or a Tyrannosaurus Rex would look at its base. And that's what I've like, heard. You know? I'm no scientist or anything like that. And then it goes up and then there's feathers everywhere, but they're just different type of feathers. And their face, the way it looks, they have this crazy beak, no arms. They keep balanced really good. They can jump hella high. They can kind of fly, but not really. And I don't know if that's because they evolved like to not need to fly or if they actually were maybe more domesticated in the long run, which kind of lessened the likelihood that they would fly because mm-hmm. humans always had a relationship with chickens. I don't know how long, but they probably precede humans. Yeah. 
you know, but either way, because hum, if humans need chickens and like chickens have been one of those things for like millennia, that drives me to just think out of logic, not by by research, just by logic that chickens probably precede humans, like human beings, like modern man where they're like could cage a chicken and and understand that that's very easy to do and yeah. that they'll lay eggs. And if you keep the rooster away, they won't mate. So then you could just keep having eggs. And then if you want to have more chickens, then you can let the rooster around and he'll do his thing. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Bro, that's crazy. I never even thought about it like that because now that you think about it too, it's just like, fuck. You know where that saying comes from? Like who, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Because nobody <laughs> even knows. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we don't even know. Like, you know, that thing, it must have been here before us, bro. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, I've heard that saying so many times, bro. People say, oh, you know, um, you know, chickens are ancestors or whatever from dinosaurs or T-Rexes and stuff. And I never thought about it up until, I mean, I, I see the resemblance, but the only resemblance I thought like I could find was just because of the, you know, the tiny little arms or I guess the wings, you know, and kind of how T-Rex is kind of like the same form, I guess, the way they stand. But now that you said it, you know, and just from watching like Jurassic Park and just seeing the way the eyes are, bro, and the beak, like, oh my God, bro, I just had like a small epiphany right now when you were describing Straight it up, me. dude. Like, and they're, shit, they're so fucking true. ferocious, dog. One time, right. my boy Christian, he's been on the podcast. Shout out to you, Christian. You're the man. He <laughs> fucking, out, yeah, he <laughs> fucking caught this up. big ass grasshopper in my yard real quick that was on one of my trees. Right. We were chilling out there and all of a sudden we're like, fuck. Dude, look at that huge ass grasshopper, you know? Yeah. So he caught it just out of like habit, I guess. He was just feeling curious and shit. Right, and right, he right. he was like, dude, look at it. It was huge, bro. It was like bigger than my fucking like middle finger, the body of it, you know? Yeah. So then I was like, bro, we gotta feed it to the chickens. <laughs> and and he was like, Oh, dude, we were all excited, like little kids, bro. So yeah. we bring it over and we throw it in there. And knowing that it's probably gonna try to fly right away, right. it does. It hits the ground and tries to fly out, but lands on the, the gate okay. right before it leaves the chicken coop. Uh -huh. And these fucking chickens ran. It was like not a second. It was milliseconds out of like their uh, their reaction time was so so short. They just pounced on it, grabbed it, swallowed it. Like they both God. attacked it, and you could hear it going like its wings trying to flutter. And they both got like half of it, and just. And then that was it. Damn, that's crazy. And then they're like looking for more shit, pecking yeah. around on the ground. That's like the fucking like no big deal scene and shit where they get the goat, where the fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex gets the goat, you know, on on a Jurassic Park. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like kind of what you're describing and shit. So that's yeah, fucking crazy. I've never fed him like a mouse or anything, but I hear that they could eat a mouse too, like that, like they'd catch it, like no nobody's business. Damn, that's crazy. But so like they've been like basically domesticated by humans. They're domesticated <clears throat> dinosaurs. I like to joke around when I tell people I have chickens. I'll be like, yeah, I have domesticated dinosaurs. Because they are, dude. And when you look at them, I, like you said, you had that epiphany. There's no other doubt. Like, you know what I mean? It's obvious then. But also, they lay eggs. Dinosaurs laid eggs. Bro, it's fucking weird. What a twist, bro. Right? And they lay them, like, just on the ground. Like, they keep them warm and shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know? And then humans eat them. And they're oh. a great protein source. The shells are a great calcium source for the soil, for any other animal. If you want to give it back to the chickens, they can eat it. Yeah. The then you can take their shit, nitrogen. like you said, the nitrogen from their shit. And, the, and it's just tons of micronutrients in chicken manure and compost because they basically decom de decompose <laughs> all the material that you feed them, dude. Yeah. You know, wild. So you know what we're doing right now, right? We're trying to like analyze and see like, okay, what was our history or where did things come from, right? 
kind of the it's, chicken or the egg. Yeah, the chicken or the egg, or even we're kind of right, we're right here analyzing like, oh, you know, the chickens, you know, like we're trying to find out if they came from dinosaurs or what, and we're trying to find all these different ways to compare everything, right? Do you think that'll ever finish, bro? Do you think we'll ever because it, it, going a little bit sideways, but even like we're always trying to find like where did we come from, you know, where where where, where are we going or what? We're always trying to look back at where we came from, where we originated from. Yeah. Do you ever like just like how we're doing right now? We're trying to find where the chicken came from, right? Do you ever think that we will actually find the answer of our origins? Bro? We could, but even then, it's That's just crazy. evidence. I think we'll at the end of the day, internally, bro, we're always gonna be trying to find something, you know, and we'll right. discover something new about humanity and where we came from and then that'll lead to a darker path bro and honestly bro i gave this stuff some thought the other day bro i was just thinking about that shit you know and i honestly feel like we will never find that bro where it's like the rest of eternity bro it's just gonna be man trying to discover where they came from bro and we'll find little bits of evidence of this but then it'll go on to something else bro you know whether into the black holes and then you know we'll go into the milky way galaxy find discover some new stuff of that but then it'll lead on to something else bro you know looking for god but we will never truly find it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel, bro. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I like what you're putting down. I think that you're probably right. And I think that anytime we do find some kind of piece of like, oh, these are the origins of man or whatever we declare as origins of man. Right. All it is is evidence. Mm -hmm. We weren't there. Right. We weren't there. Even in court today, you could have evidence that the gun has fingerprints, but you weren't there. Right. He could have been framed. Yeah, Things like that sure. happen. Yeah. You know, you weren't there. So at the end of the day, you have to, you know, by default, say they're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, sure. You know, when we find evidence from the past, fucking Mayans or something, we could try to wrap our we head around. puzzle it together, We could try right? to. You yeah, could have yeah, the yeah. experts on the scene that all they do is study it like as if they basically live the modern time, but they're, they think about that time period only and they, they put together artifacts and stuff. But even then... How do you know for sure that that's why they were doing what they were doing? It seems like there's always this missing pieces no matter what. And it's for your brain to fantasize, I guess, and fill in the blanks. That's and crazy. usually it's utilized as a method of now telling you what you should do. Because look at what the Mayans used to eat. They used to eat chia seeds or what, like whatever the fuck goes on in our health war world and shit too. Right, you right, always right. hear something that's like based off of this evidence, we should do this. Now, that isn't, I don't think all evidence needs an argument. Right, right. I think right. that a lot of evidence kind of, if anything, argues, oh, maybe we shouldn't go about that the same way. Because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of evidence, a lot of evidence currently right now that you could relate to World War II. That's why everyone's calling it World War III. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that that's actually what's afoot. No. We don't know. Yeah. But the reality is, is it's scarier than it ever has been. Oh, yeah. For right? Sure, bro. For sure. I mean, since, uh, since our parents have been alive. Especially in this time you know? of day that we're living in. Yeah, bro, it's scary. Like, fuck, man. I thought, honestly, like I told you earlier, I thought we were better than this, you know? And it, it's like we were saying on uh, the other day in class, bro, that it's like there's always been wars going on. So so Russia had just attacked Serbia, you know, a couple of years ago. Or Syria, sorry. And um, we we stood there, watched it all happen, you know what I mean? Didn't say, didn't pay no mind to it. You know, we just got out of a war as well, bro, you know, with the Middle East, bro. But not to shame anybody over there, but those people, they, they have a different lifestyle, right? They live a little different. They live a little bit more back and pre, like, you know, pre our age, I guess, bro, you know? But 
the fact that this is hitting home, bro, is that these people are more civilized people, bro. You know, just like me and you, bro. It's like me and you chilling. We go about our, our daily lives, bro. We have jobs. We have careers, you know. We go to universities and stuff, bro. And and, and then Ukraine, they're kind of similar to us, bro. That's why this whole thing that's happening, bro, it's like, what the fuck? Mm. You mind if I cuss? No. Okay, yeah. Fucking so they're like, cuss, the brody. Fuck? You know what I'm saying, bro? So it's so different, bro. Because in that, like, we're so relatable to what's going on, bro. And it's scary, bro. I thought, honestly, I'm like, fuck, dude, I thought we were better than this, bro. So I'm, like, thinking, you know. So by better than this, I'm just being cynical, kind of. But also, there's a lot of truth in it. Like, being by by being better than this, have we been? Where's the evidence that we have been? As a military, as a military industrial complex type nation. Gotcha. Where have we? Because in the Middle East, we were drone striking. We were doing a bunch of harm. That's we were protecting true. resources for big business. Two yeah. main ones clearly was big pharma because of the opiates right. and big oil because of the oil. Yeah, I guess to you know, say those are just two facts. But I mean, there's the rest better. of the story, right? Because right. the rest of it is also those companies that make all those bombs and those drones, and they bank yeah, big off the government. Making you know, spending all our tax dollars on getting more weapons, yeah. better technology, infiltrate anything type of shit, bro. I was in my backyard yesterday. And there was a fucking drone that dropped down while I'm watering my tree. Shut the fuck up. I'm watering my almond tree, bro. Uh-huh. Chickens are going, bah, bah, and I hear, and it drops down, and it's just they're looking at me. No fuck. Took a video. I was tripping out. I was like, "What the fuck?" Do you know who it was? No. It's probably just a neighbor. Maybe, but either way, what the fuck, bro? I mean, I immediately in that time, in that moment, thought, if this is just some dude that's like in the neighborhood, it's even creepier because you were just. I mean, I peace signed at him, but I wasn't like, "Hey, come here." Right, right, right. I just was like, "Yeah, okay, what's up?" But then they got closer and they were like right above me, kind of like ten feet above me. And I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? That makes me really uncomfortable. And it almost made me think for a second, like, hey, they should make laws around drones. Because in a way, you could just map out my whole house and backyard. That's fucked up. Yeah, bro. No one else would be able to do that unless you've been in your house. But now you could just get a drone and go map out someone's house and fucking, you know, look at what plants they're growing, right? Look at what fucking, if they have chickens or not, that might be illegal. Mm, You know, maybe they have goats. Mm, We need to tell on them. I don't fucking know what's going on in the world right now. But I see that happening and it's... It's weird. Let even me ask if, you something. Even do if it's just someone that wants to rat, it's yeah. just weird. Do your chickens weird. make noise? Like, do they yeah. crow in the morning? They do. Maybe it's something like that, bro. Because I don't know if you're aware of this, but I mean, maybe I should tell you off the podcast. You're I don't not care. To, you're not supposed to have chickens within the city limits. I think that it's with under a certain limit. And a lot of my neighbors have chickens. And oh, a lot okay. of people I've met have a shit ton and they've been told. They, yeah. Like, you can't have this many chickens, yeah, but they still do somehow. They fucking yeah, yeah, get away yeah. with it. But you're not supposed to have farm animals. And I think that chickens somehow or like a domesticated right. type of variety that somehow falls under the radar. But you definitely can't have goats and shit yeah. in, the, in the city limits here. I mean, I don't know where you can. Yeah. But it's super weird anyways because to me, they pose no harm. If anything, they're just decomposing what you want me to throw in the green bin. Right. You want me to throw my garbage, right. uh, my, my plant waste that right. goes where? Where does it go? Right. What are they doing with it? Yeah. Are they just stacking it miles high? Are they turning it into compost and selling it through the you know the private industry and making money making, off our product, dude? I'm gonna just straight make sure. fertilizer right there on the compound. That's how I do it, you know. Yeah, close loop, yeah. kind of start cl- closing loops to where it's like, no, whatever I produce here stays here, and it builds yeah. biomass and it provides nutrition and it it provides an ecosystem. Yeah. But whatever, if you throw your shit in the green bin, you got to do what you got to do. But like, think about compost, like, you know, with just soil. People do that. I used to do that when I lived in an apartment. I had a bin on my porch where I'd dump my, like, 
cucumber peels and all this shit in there or whatever and like i would mix it up all the time and it dude it was bomb soil yeah you know i'm like porch farming over here at the hot at the fucking i'll eat a banana and then toss the peel into my butt plants no for sure i feel you bro. right yeah (laughs) you gotta make the eggshells bro you gotta get all the goodies you know Mm -hmm. make some good shit in there but but either way we were talking about ukraine and, and and it's terrifying and i feel you when you say that you feel disappointed like I thought humanity was better than this. And so did I because it's so leveled. It's like as if it happened here. It's like as if it happened to Canada. It's like as if it happened to Europe in modern day. And yeah. it is because that is Europe, right? Yeah, so that's why it's sure. like, oh, shit, it's hard to fathom. World War II is too soon. It was only 100 years ago. No. Yeah. You know, we start freaking out. And we probably should be. But the problem is I think we should have been de-escalating that situation a long time ago. I think the biggest thing And now it's, it seems yeah. too late. I can't believe you know? we're still so segregated, bro. You know, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I know a lot of people are against like a one world order, but we got to find a way to just be able to come together. What do you mean by segregated? Well, because we still have countries and everybody's just like on this ego trip still. These countries are ego trips with everybody. One nation wants to be more powerful than the next nation, you know, and it's always been China, Russia, and the U.S., you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this conflict is about. It's like, oh, uh, you know, Russia has their guys and they're trying to team up with China. And then, you know, it's China and then it's the U.S. and NATO and shit, bro. You know what I mean? Everything's just so segregated, bro. Like, when are we going to fucking open up and just come as one country or whatever? But then some people get all conspiratorial and say, oh, that's the one world order and we don't want that, you know? But it's just like, fuck, bro. It's crazy. And then, I mean... It's hard to fucking, you know, see what, you know, foretell the future of what would even happen, you know, when then, you know, if we're all just one government, you know, and everybody's just telling us what to do and shit, you know, start trying to control our everything around us, you know, like micromanage everybody's life. But I mean, what? It's it's hard, right? It's hard to see what the fuck's around the corner and shit. Nah, but sometimes you get the writing on the wall, man. You see things and you're like, I don't think this is going away. You know, this is something that's changing everything. This is not something to ignore. But at the same time, dude, like I think a lot of the information we're currently hearing surrounding Ukraine, Russia, all of that, bro, I think it's super filtered. It's beyond filtered. It's I think there's 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 another agenda attached to it. We just don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, how does Russia? I'm not going to claim to know what the future of this is. I just I just find it to be very convenient that. Every time we're not in war and we hear wind of another war, we're like, hey, war, huh? Oh, maybe we need to go get, you know, we just need to protect who's important, you know what I mean? And then it becomes, we need to go over there. They're dropping bombs. They have weapons of mass destruction like we did in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah, and then there was no weapons of mass destruction. And there wasn't. There's just some bullshit. Uh, Vietnam is another good example. The Gulf of Tonkin, there was some fucking shit where, like, they sunk ships. And we were like, fuck no, they sunk American ships. They killed Americans. Fuck that. The Vietnamese are out of control, man. And then all of a sudden they sent all these dudes over there. And then we realized, oh, that didn't actually happen later on yeah you know? how, how is Putin justifying this within his people to actually attack another country and invade there's got to be some strong beliefs there bro for, there is but I think it's becoming more propaganda well. and brainwash but the problem with the propaganda and brainwash that we critique of Putin's to his own people in Russia is kind of interesting because really the people in Russia most likely are mad at the United States if we're the ones that say we're putting sanctions on you and we're doing this and your co- your economy, all the common people, it's collapsing. Yeah, You're sure. all going to have to do That's nothing but fight for your well. own country yeah. at the end of the day. And after a couple months, bro, imagine things yeah. start getting bombed around you. You're just not going to fight. It's real quick to get radicalized enough to fight and defend yourself and start calling it home again and be down to die for your country again. 
right? Yeah, the problem is, is things ramp up, bro, and we feel it ramping up right now. And ever since we got out of, of Afghanistan, I, I've said it a billion times on the podcast, dude. What's the next war we're gonna get into? Right. And here we are. That's so quick. You know. So crazy. Yeah. And I mean, and I don't like it. I don't like to say we because I don't like to be attached to it. But the United States military and and politics, they apparently like to endeavor into war often. And basically, it makes a lot of money for weird big business. Yeah. It's strange. It's and we're the superpower of the world, so I think we make it our business to get involved because we're supposed to be the leader. Of we have to be the police. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. If who's not gonna police them? Then if we don't, then who will? You know what I mean? Right, and 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 it's definitely better than like Hitler's policing of the world. Clearly, you can't compare United States to necessarily being the same thing. But there are some dark history. There's or some dark history maybe, to maybe United the States, US bro. Has just found a more way to be more sophisticated about it, like vaccines and shit, bro. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Go off, bro. Tony. I was watching this fuck. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Jesse Ventura, bro. I watched this. Ace Ventura? No, no Jesse Ventura. You know who Jesse Ventura <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So some lady was like, he was like some lady, some doctor actually, bro. He had like, the, I seen this small clip, bro. And I had actually done some research into this. I seen this small clip, right, about this lady. And she happened, she was like a doctor. She flew into the US, bro. She was like in this undisclosed location, bro. She flew in, had a little, a little, uh, came on Jesse Ventura's show. Told them, you know, there's something going on. Not today, not in the, not tomorrow, but in the near distant future. And this was back in 2009 when she said this, right? And she says, there's going to be some kind of vaccine, something going on. You know, it's going to be like a bio war. And they're, per they're pretty much trying to sterilize the population, you know, because they feel like there is too much people already here on earth. And... I don't know. I'm just telling you this right now and I'm getting the hell out of here. And like, that was like kind of the small clip, but it's true. And then like she hit the hammer on the head, bro, because what? 10 years later, you know, all of a sudden this whole pandemic thing is coming out, bro. And they're like, bro, it's so awkward that they're pushing so hard, so bad to get everybody vaccinated, bro. And it doesn't make sense. I'm like, dude, everywhere I call, I call the doctor's office to set up an appointment. Oh, would you like to get your vaccine? We go to college. Oh, would you like, would you guys like to get your vaccine for some free books? It doesn't make sense, bro. They've had a raffle for like a million dollars here in California when it first came out, bro. What's up with that, bro? That is too much, bro. Man, I feel like that makes me so cautious, bro. Where I'm like, oh wait, wait, wait a minute. I just called the doctor the other day, bro. Well, the, there's a, the reality is is there's always been an, a quote unquote anti-vaxer movement. Right, right, right for right. for a long time, at least since the seventies, eighties, mm -hmm. we know this, mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people, legends more so than doctors, claiming it. Mm -hmm. It'd usually be like, hey, something happened after I got that shot. Something happened to my kids after they got that shot, and right. it would be word of mouth. So it's all superstitious, kind of legend, not fact and yes stone. Yes no. But but there's a lot of truth to it, and people would share it. But it would be also, like I said, it'd be very like unscientific descriptions right yes and no you know what i'm saying i'm gonna stop you there because look at so when i didn't want to get the vaccine right obviously right now i have i think i've told you this i'm vaccine uh, exempted right from getting the vaccine yeah, yeah. and go to college so i have to test twice a week bro you know um I, I i if i don't test bro they kick me out i have to yeah. make sure i come in with some letters i have to go see the the dean and then so in the process of doing that bro right i went to my doctor to try to get a medical exemption and when I went to him at first, he was okay at first when I talked to him like six months ago, right? I, he was okay with me not getting the vaccine. He was a, he was against it himself. And I think he said like the only reason we, why he got it is because of his girlfriend. And this is my physician, bro, right? He's telling me this. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So then when I went back to him nine months later um, to get the exemption to see if he would fill out some medical forms for me to say like, oh, you know, I'm dealing with 
you know a bunch of other stuff, my health and stuff, and I don't think it's safe for me to get the exam, the, yeah. the the vaccine. Right. He he changes tune. I dropped off the stack of papers, right, and I I left it at, to the front desk lady, and then she calls me back. He's like, hey, I just talked to you know doctor so and so, and he's not okay. This he said he, you know he's not okay with uh with filling this out now, and I'm like, what's changed? But the thing you gotta understand, bro, a lot of these people are being threatened, bro. A lot of these doctors are being threatened, bro. To, push out a certain narrative bro right not only so, financially but also bureaucratically like and in, in by like oh, bro, if one person steps out of line then all of a sudden you're the outcast well, they're instead gonna pull of their all, license. yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah and then oh no you're a conspiratorial or whatever and whatnot so i understand what so you're so down, then bro. so then so then they end up telling me um you know what there's actually another doctor here as well who ha- who shares the same views as you do and she's okay with filling out the form do you want to see her you know so I'm like, yes, I do. So I end up meeting up with this doctor, and I've met her before. Really, really nice lady, bro. Smart, educated lady, bro. Obviously, she's a doctor, you know? And she's on the same side of the fence as I am, bro. And she starts coming out, bro. You would think she starts coming out with all kinds of conspiratorial sounding like stuff. No, you know what? There's there's um, there's um, actually a group of doctors that believe the same thing we do. This was all planned. This whole vaccine... um. The vaccine test, she started going on about the vaccine test patent was created in 2017 for COVID-19, you know, and she starts going on deep, bro, down this rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Yes, bro. bro. And she's a doctor, bro. And she's like, look, honestly, I agree with you. But she looked at my whole, she looked at my medical, my medical file and said, honestly, you have no reason why you shouldn't get the, um, why you shouldn't get the vaccine. You know, I can't sit here and lie for you. She's all else I would have to lie and say, you know, and make something up and I'm not going to do that. She's like, but I'll tell you right now, I'm not getting the vaccine. She's like, I, I, they're, they're threatening me to fire me here. She's like, they're threatening me to fire me here. They're threatening to pull my license. She was like, so I'm like, I think she said she was like six months away from retiring. She's like, I'm just writing this out and then I'm retiring. I'm out of here because I don't agree with this stuff either. So then she gave me like this uh, website to this. Uh, it's like a, it's a group. It's a group of doctors and attorneys, bro. She gave me this website to their, to like their website. She gave me the link to this website where I could download a form. And then they, they kind of use like a lot of scriptures from the Bible, but it was like a religious exemption that she gave me. And she told me that I should go that route. And I filled out that exemption, bro. And I submitted and I got the exemption, bro. So it's, I get what you're saying, bro, but it's more like a mainstream thing, bro, because there are actual doctors out there that don't believe in the vaccine, bro. And it's just weird, bro. But and they're then, labeled as disinforming the the masses. I mean, that's yeah, what they're, they're labeled as because too. it goes against CDC's uh, decision at the moment. Right, at the right, moment, right, right, because right. their decisions have changed a lot. And it puts all the people in the world at odds with each other because they get pissed off going, what the fuck is the truth then? Yeah. You can't keep fucking moving the marker. You can't keep changing the rules because it's either this or not if the science reflects it. And honestly, it's been such a short amount of time, even though it's been two years, mm-hmm. that all the data that we've been threatened by all these years now, the two years that have passed, is like, how how did you really get that data so fast when you think about it? Right. Two years of a virus going around the world is not that long of time when you think about it. It is because every moment we were afraid of it. We were told to be afraid of it. What's more interesting now is that now most people are like, COVID, well, Ukraine, Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, no one's talking about covid much anymore what happened it's weird i don't like it i don't like that all of a sudden the the focus just acted like it's done you know and i like that we can talk about this more 
um, in a time where it's less tense because the last couple of years, bro, for us to have this conversation, it'd be like labeled as super anti-vax. And da, da, da. No, Taboo. the reality is, is anti-vax was a movement because of people fearing certain shots having side effects. Without a doubt, certain shots do. They're usually disclosed. And there are certain shots that were administered that later came to find that they weren't okay and they pull them. The point is, is people got weird shots. And it is a reason to fear shots yeah. and being mandated to get shots. Yeah. The reality is, the is most too, people that bro. are anti-vax over my lifetime, over since 1994, I feel like, pretty much anyone that was anti-vax was someone that did not want to get their student, their son or their daughter or their kid vaccinated to the degree that the school preferred. You know, that was a true anti-vaxxer. Like, be like, basically, I'm not getting any shots and my kids aren't getting any shots. Not fucking uh, for typhus, not for fucking whatever, Chicken bro. Pox, Chicken pox, any of that. Polio, any of that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, and honestly, some could argue that that's a terrible idea, right? We don't need to get into that. The reality is, is when we hit 2020 and 2021 more specifically when the vaccine rolled out, all of a sudden, anti-vax was just someone that didn't want to get this shot because they thought it was strange. They didn't like the vibe surrounding it. They didn't like that it was this huge, huge pharmaceutical corporate bank out and also like us not having a lot of data anyways. You know, it's sketch. And like you said, giving out raffle tickets, all shit, it raised the hairs on most yeah, people's neck. Sure, and a lot of people, you know, you said, hey, I'll do what I'm told because I need to, to keep my job. And yeah, I respect exactly. that too, because when you're threatened, dude, and you got a family to raise, yeah, you got shit to do, bro. you yeah, have to. Sure. The problem is, is what if there's something wrong with that later and you kill your employee? No one cares. Yeah. Don't forget that later. Cause I got the shots. So if I die later, I'm not going to die blaming the fucking college. You know, if I had some kind of issue that was related to the vaccine somehow that they come out later and go, oh, my gosh, you know, and then I have those symptoms or something. I'm not going to blame the college for making me get the shots. I'm going to blame everyone around me. I'm going to be a bitter fucking dying man practically. No, I'm just kidding. I just like to picture myself on the dying bed going, fuck, man, if everyone else just, you know, slowed down a little bit. But you can't change the way things went. Everyone was afraid. And I understand why people were angry. But it's interesting now how people are less angry about it. Yeah. You can have this conversation yeah, just, at the college that made me get a shot and made everyone apparently get a shot. Now we're saying, okay, well, you don't have to wear a mask. It's it's strongly recommended, but yeah, it's not mandated for pandemic? vaccinated and vaccinated, unvaccinated for both right, vaccinated, right, unvaccinated. Right. What happened to that? Yeah. What's up? Like it's tripping me out. It's like it just it goes is. away. That's it's like I thought we were in battle with this for life. You guys made it seem like we had to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is a dire circumstance. But then you watch around, watch most of the administrators, and they're just doing it to save face. Because when they're around and they're not in the public sphere, they don't have the mask on. Yeah, they don't yeah. care in those doing, moments, bro, you know. And it's okay. I don't want them to have to fucking be so compliant. But that's the world we're living in yeah. now. And then we go back to talking about war, you know. And, and then I'm telling you about this little Jesse Ventura clip that I seen with this doctor coming on there, right? So then what is it? Is it more? I mean, just going down that road. You're saying it was pre-planned. Like you were yeah. also saying it was like yeah, pre-planned. That's what she said. Not me, but I'm just right. saying to you what I but, seen. But dude, for a long time, and, and, the hip-hop artists, bro, a bunch of people have always conspiratized or whatever you want to call it, had conspiracy thoughts mm -hmm. around the idea that there's going to be some viral outbreak and it's going to fucking be crazy and there's going to be forced injections. And they, make, they, they wrote comic books about it like in the fucking 40s bro like this is the, the nazis were doing that bro they were fucking doing that shit mm -hmm. on earth humans doing it to other humans yeah. and what's crazy is a lot of people now like to relate like putin to hitler and all this shit but something that i feel like the administration of the united states just recently did was kind of up the alley because they took advantage of a situation where
where we were in a state of an emergency and declared that there was mandatory vaccinations. I think the further we get out of the state of emergency, no longer can you mandate vaccinations because it goes against Nuremberg laws and codes that we've derived across the lands because of Nazi Germany doing those things. We had to all agree after World War II, you can't do that. You can't use chemical warfare. You can't make people get shots unless there's a state of emergency, right? So we've been in a state of emergency. So you can mandate the fuck out of it. Now it's kind of just like, hey, if you want to protect yourself, you can get the shot. I like that more. I like that point of view. Yeah. The last year made everyone hate each other. But now we and have now, a bigger threat. Now we're threatened by chemical warfare like bombs and nuclear war nuclear and shit. War, bro. We have, we're going up against, we're potentially going up against the So not only do we have to fear the massive power. possibility of a bomb blowing up everything, we also have to fear when you go to the grocery store that the person next to you might kill you also by giving you a virus. So either direction, you can't get away, yeah, right? Yeah. Talk about a fear fucking state. I feel like we're in a hypnotic state where we're just doing whatever comes across <laughs> our our, our, our feed basically and the crazy online, thing is that once you, know? you turn off the TV I think a lot of that shit goes away it does but then people <laughs> what if you're do just ignorant you ever all done that, that stuff, bro no I do, do I do but to the news not to like social media stuff but then it also pops up on social media and shit you know I'll take breaks but the reality yeah. is is people go crazy if they try to take away their phone or they, they try to not be online they go crazy because they start thinking about who they are they're like, well, I want to take a picture of how pretty I look right now. Oh, wait, yeah. but I can't. And you want to feel in touch. And then you don't feel pretty because sure. you can't post it and then get likes to prove that you're pretty. Yeah. But really, if you just look at yourself in the mirror or something, you go in the sunlight, everyone's pretty. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. But most people aren't thinking like that. No, they're not. Look at all the mental health concerning this, you know, that alone. We could go into what Facebook said recently with the whistleblower. We could go into, you know, what what has been known about TikTok being super invasive. But the reality is, is at the end of the day, people still want to do it because it gets them higher than the yeah, normal that reality. Shot of dopamine into the back. Of your then, brain. yeah, more high than the normal Shit. reality. Yeah. Because you get you get confirmation. You get uh, you get uh, comments saying, "Damn, you look good," or whatever. Yeah. You know? Just that clout. I feel you, bro. And like, honestly, like, I know you've seen my my Instagram because it's connected to my Facebook, bro. But I post a lot, right? I post a lot just to fuck around. And honestly, That's I feel up. connected, though, bro. That's what's I up. I do, bro. I feel connected, you know. My friends see me. I feel like I connect, connect. to everybody. Connect. Tony Padilla. Connect. <laughs> Get him. But then I went to go see my lawyer this last week because I got into this car wreck. And he's like, stay off of social media. I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. You know? You're all talking shit. You're like, this bitch fucking did it, yeah. whatever. And he's like, know? yeah. And I started reading the paperwork. Like, don't show your activity so much because then it's, it, you know, if it makes the other side, you know, seem like you got, like, you got a lot of energy. You're okay. You're not injured or whatnot. You know, he's just like, so I'm like, just taking the precautions that my lawyer is telling me to. Right. And that kind of just like, I feel that disconnect, bro. And just like how you said it, kind of not necessarily wondering who I am, but I just don't feel connected, bro, the same way I do. And I, I can see my friends from thousands of miles away. You know, I got a buddy like in Kentucky, bro. And when he's looking at my stuff, I just feel connected to him, bro. And he's throwing me these little comments like, wow. That's what's up. Yeah. So. And that's the, I think that's the point though, right? That's what keeps us hooked in. That's what keeps us addicted. Yeah. On the side of that though, but feeling connected, Right now you feel connected to the hashtag stand with Ukraine. You feel connected to whatever's mostly on the feed, Mm -hmm. which is viral, right? It's funny how we focused on TikTok about going viral right when a virus went worldwide. And now we're focused on going viral, you know? It's 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 and crazy like times because you have to get a, stuff. Remember you were saying that earlier, bro? What? Is it that what is social engineering? Yeah, I mean honestly, that could be something. That could be it right there, bro. And it is. It's not that it could be it. It is it. I think that heavily, 
heavily, heavily, mm-hmm. we have been socially engineered. And I think that we don't like to think about it because it sounds super conspiratorial. But just like we farm crops and we genetically, you know, breed them and we hybridize them, we graft varieties, we know a lot about that. With time, of course, you would want to do that kind of with the population because if not, we might do things like what Putin's doing right now with communism and basically everyone's the same but the head of that is just like i'm gonna make crazy decisions that's not healthy you know so i kind of feel like the lack of social social engineering in their country and just basing it off of propaganda feeding them lies and shit is is volatile and often it almost works backwards in the modern day because humans are getting smarter so when you said earlier that you would like to think that humans are better than this i think that we are I think we're trying to outsmart the old ways. We're trying to be like, whoa, 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 this just is too good to be true. But the problem is, is when bombs are knocking. Yeah, that's a whole different. That's yeah. you don't really get to decide anymore. Yeah, you know that's why everyone can relate to Ukraine and be like, "Fuck." Yeah, but in our own world, uh, over here in the in the states, I mean, a good example of probably being socially engineered would be lately a lot of the cancel ish culture ish type thing. You know, the Me Too movement type stuff. Yeah, but also just trendy shit. Whatever's trendy at the yeah, time. Yeah. You know, do what I do. Do this dance. You know, while there's bombs being dropped, but do this dance, do this challenge and it's viral. Everyone in their house is like, babe, record me, record me. And they're, dude, they're recording like seven times. I know me and Allison look like TikTokers in the wild. We joke because we'd be like taking the video over and over to get it right. You know, it's ridiculous. But imagine how many people are doing that right now, right now. You know, someone listening for all I know right now could be seeing someone else trying to make a TikTok right now. That's how that's how like widespread it is in our neck of the woods in the in the states, anyways. I I know, I know, like, but how quickly you can get you can kind of get swayed to pay attention to only specific content, and maybe it's based off your likes, but it's also based off of what is pushed on the feed. Because when Ukraine popped off, I mean, yeah, it was a concern of people, but I don't think it was just the people. Um, creating that algorithm. I think that there's often an agenda attached to that algorithm, pushing it to the top, mm. pushing it to make sure it makes it into everyone's feed. Yeah. Because this is global news, right? But it. TikTok, I didn't ever want a global news from a social media app. Look at what people do on Facebook. They say that this is what someone said and blah, 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 so therefore, but it's like, bro, this is all just gossip. This is not science. This is not math. This is not something that's concrete. This is not even a good, logical, well-thought-out argument. It's just kind of complaining against the other side often now. That's what it's been deduced to. I think that's a product of maybe there's not some godhead trying to socially engineer the people, but by default, and we start putting AI in control of things, we start allowing people like Mark Zuckerberg to make weird decisions with what we look at all day. Look at that guy. I mean, he's cool, but he's also really weird. Like generally like, you know, Elon Musk is weird too, but like people like him, he's kind of quirky and shit, Mm -hmm. but Zuckerberg's just kind of weird. Like most people are like creeped out by him, but yet we all love his shit. We love Instagram. We fucking love Facebook. You know, we love the idea of the metaverse, but it's also like, oh, it's kind of weird though. And maybe he knows how to do all this stuff and he wants to make a virtual space, but also like, what's the end of that? When do ads go into the virtual space? When do you, when can you fuck a hooker in the virtual space in the metaverse? But technically it's not to prostitution because it's not real. It's virtual. Right. So you could do it. You can, you can jerk your dick and act like you're doing it or what. I don't know what the fuck the future yeah, of this like shit is. It's like we're going to jump into the matrix or some shit, bro. And like just you fucking see it as real as it is in real life. And it might be like, awesome. I mean, but the reality is, is a lot of people I don't think can keep up psychologically to juggle being in a virtual space half the day and being in the real physical 
environment yeah, after sure. We yeah. are hybrid creatures. I, I think technology is speeding up too fast for us to be able to catch up and evolve with and, it. And isn't that the point of technology? It's always ahead of us. It's speeding the up computer, faster, the faster. calculator can do something we can't do in seconds. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not even seconds. You can just punch in the numbers. And then, boom, you have the answer. Like, you don't have to think about it. thinks for for you. You know, the phone thinks for you. It's crazy because this is a little... uh, I heard this somewhere, right? It says that from, like, the early 1900s to, like, 1990-something, right? It it took humanity 100 years to double our knowledge, right? And then ever since 2000 hit, bro, we've been doubling our knowledge every, like, 21 days, bro. So every 21 days, the knowledge that humanity holds doubles, bro. And that's because technology is speeding up, bro. Isn't that fucking crazy? And no wonder grades are dropping in these times and yeah, shit, too. Like, we can't be. focus on all that shit. Like, yeah, really? it's so hard. Our, our brain, our whatever, our lizard brain or whatnot, you know, it's not meant to... It's counterintuitive. I mean, we like to juggle fast. it. We like to juggle it. Kind of like other addictions that humans often have a problem with, like alcoholism or, or drug use. And we like to juggle it, bro. Or narcos like me. <laughs> but we like to... Or smoke pot, like me like you have to like somehow you learn to juggle you know real life with your drunk life i guess like with your drunkenness and your you know but you do it only in the after hours you get smashed as fuck you somehow make it home you wake up and you just keep going to work like people live lives like that bro yeah for sure they live and die like that bro my grandpa's like 90 something years old bro he's a fucking alcoholic raging alcoholic going strong still owns land and everything bro productive it seems like you know it's like what separates um but but all I'm saying is is like we want we want that to not happen. And you know, most people would agree like when they'd see your grandpa or something in that scenario, like, hey man, maybe you should stop drinking. And maybe even some of his friends would be like, That crazy old man will drink till he dies, you know what I mean? But the reality is is enabling it. Saying, hey, Grandpa, I got you more booze. Yeah. I got you this When you fucking, want something out of him, especially. I got like, you this moonshine yeah. to where he might die. Yeah, hey, I want 500 shit, bro. bucks like, from Gramps. Yeah, that's fucking over there with a bottle of whiskey and be like, what's up, Gramps? You know, you got to take Online, I feel like we too. enable each other's uh, codependencies massively. Like you oh, said, you feel sure, connected. But really, it's those that are willing to enable your codependency to them through this virtual space, essentially. Like this, through this um, online environment. Yeah. You sure. know? Um, if it's not reciprocated, like often I feel on Twitter, I make tweets and they just, they fall into the universe. They just go off. No one likes them. No one probably even read it. You know, it's like, why did I even tweet that? It's fucking stupid. What the fuck am I thinking? You know what I mean? It's so quiet. So if you don't have reciprocity, it's, you clearly, you start tripping out. You, You clearly start realizing, wow, like I am alone. And like, I guess I have to make banging content. That's like, you know, popping and edgy and yeah. cr- extra creative, like over the top now, because everyone can just make a cool ass video on TikTok right now. Yeah. Cool ass edits and effects and fucking everything. And the more, dis- it's crazy because the more fucked up your life is, bro, the more people watch, bro. The more toxic. The drama. The, people, the yeah. drama, bro, exactly. If you just, The like, bankruptcies, oh man. Yeah, more bro, views. Really yeah, bro. Yeah. It's, it's I cheated on my woman. And they're like, they got like six kids and like their YouTube is about family. And then the title of the video is just like, she cheated or whatever. And it's like them talking about how like, yeah, like she cheated, but like, I'm okay with it. Like, you know, and it's like, what the fuck? And then people are just commenting and they love it. They eat it up. They say that the Bible, I think, was the first thing off the printing press, right? When the printing press was made. But then the second thing was like some gossipy political argument, like some article about gossipy political shit. Mm. 
that's always what humans really like. Yeah. They like gossip. I'm not saying the Bible doesn't supersede that. I'm just saying like right after that, like you can wait a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, we got to print more shit. Yeah. You know, we got to print this shit, this manuscript, this other shit, you know? Let's indoctrinate other people with our shit. You know, that's where we are now. Instead, now people are burning books even though you could find all this information online. But if someone destroyed the internet, where would all that stuff be? Where would this podcast what would be? To the cloud? Where would this podcast be if if no longer I could pay for my internet, I had no connection to it anymore. Most of the world maybe doesn't have connection to the to what we call the internet. It's like the cloud. Because you know, we don't so have maybe tech internet, to do it anymore. So what happens if the internet goes off the fucking scale, you know? And then what you know how everything's loaded to a cloud now, right? All the information you can upload everything, your whole like my whole phone, this iPhone right here, bro, everything, all my information in here is on a cloud. Okay, what happens if the internet goes away, bro? Is that cloud still somewhere out there, bro? And is it a signal that somebody could intercept? You know what I mean? Like, I get to thinking that sometimes. Like, what's going to happen with all this data that's on my phone my whole life? You know, because, like... It's to incriminate us, Tony. <laughs> that's what I think of sometimes. Honestly, I'm like, bro, fuck, bro, the surveillance state's sketchy. There's enough There's enough incriminating crap in here, bro, that'll probably keep, me, I, uh, keep my ass locked up for the rest yeah. of my life. Because everything's against the law, bro. Any little thing you do, you know what I mean, is kind of illegal, bro. It's hard, bro. It's like we're walking on eggshells. And I'm, there's you got to hit a point, bro. Like, you know, you, you got to hit a point where you just can't really focus on that too much yeah because it's like no for sure 100 percent. honestly a lot of what we're talking about right now you can't focus on all the time but we are forced to almost and that's what i meant about we're maybe being engine yeah but i mean we're kind of being like you know antagonized to constantly be in the know especially as young people we have to be in the know because we realize how fast things change we want to be part of the change we want to have action in that change we don't want to just sit around and him ha at it we want to actually do something but now it's almost like we're enabling just the him hawing about it by furthering just the virtual space instead of actually talking about it in person Mm -hmm. you know if you disagree with someone Mm -hmm. and you're right in front of them most likely you're not going to get in a fucking fight but online it can go from zero to 60 real quick where someone wants to fucking call you a bitch online act like they're gonna fight you tomorrow you know this episode of the symbiosis now podcast is sponsored by alfredo vargas over at academy west insurance in reedley and orange cove california of course if you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily, and he offers, obviously, this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about. What else you worried about? You need insurance for something else? We got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice. But let Alfredo quell your worries over there at Academy West Insurance. The one-stop shop for all your insuring needs. Call Alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800. And be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy, Alfredo Vargas over there looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something? Like I was telling you before the podcast, there was this one guy. He was selling insurance 
and like it was an MLME thing, whatever. Claim yeah. you could claim it's not, but a the point pyramid is, scheme. is he was selling. Yeah. yeah, it was a pyramid scheme, dude. And like I don't know what the fuck is. I don't think he's doing it anymore. I don't fucking know. It's none of my yeah, business. Most of those guys but it was funny story. because it was my business because I followed him and it was always on my shit. And I'm just getting annoyed because it's like, dude, everyone's losing their jobs right now because of the pandemic, and you're just over here like saying like, well, should I have life life insurance? It's just to everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, what sure. the fuck, bro? And acting like business is going good and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, dude, I think this is a little too good to be true like i hope when someone passes like they actually get it covered and they might they might bro. and they might they might because like and i'm telling might. you bro it's just the thing that just keeps going on they always get new customers they're always and they're and they're paying their workers bro they're paying them good they're taking them to these like little vacays bro to where they feel like it's real and they're going out there they're pushing that agenda bro more and more so there's always customers like i said bro i also got involved in one of those bro i actually had a i had a, a interview for that right bro while that company it's a life insurance company right they do life insurance but they also do other investments but they've been operating for 40 years you know what i'm saying because i thought the same thing i was like fuck man like honestly what happens when like you know like are you guys gonna be able to cough up because the residual for everybody so like say you're a salesman right you're selling the life insurance right you sell it to somebody bro while your boss gets a small cut of that right you get they tell you oh you get 50 percent of whatever your person signs up for your customer signs up for you know you get 50 percent of that cut and then your boss gets so much of that you know and then his boss gets so much of that and the person that he recruits he's like you get you recruit somebody else you're chipping away and whoever they recruit you're getting a piece of all their little pieces right. of pie bro right Pyramid, yeah. so, so I'm like, dude, what the fuck happens to the, you know, to the money, the original money invested? Like, is there even anything out there? And obviously, like, they've been operating for 40 years, bro. So I think their thing is to just keep fucking finding new customers, right. bro. Dumb it's souls. Sadly, sad souls that are down yeah. to do it. And usually in a bad spot, yeah. which is crazy because I feel like that's one thing I don't necessarily like. Well, the banking like. system, too, though. That's right. the banking system. For right. Me, bro. If it's something said, I don't hey, like wanna, about. Yeah. If everybody said right now, hey, I want to pull all my money out of the bank, everybody, bro, there's not enough money. Oh, there's not enough money. There's not, bro. It, yeah. It's the same thing, though. It's In fact, all that money is it. just a federal reserve note. Yeah, for sure. It's bro. just an IOU, too. It, it's not oh, even it's, actual it's made currency up, bro. either. It's yeah. fucking made up. because We look at it and behold it as such, but it's not actual like currency. It's a, it's like an IOU for yeah. an actual value of something else. It's know? like all the money that's out there, bro, that's out there in the whole world, bro, that everybody thinks they own, right? Oh, I have 90000 in the bank. Oh, I have 70000 bro. All that shit originally from like a hundred bucks if you really think about it bro because what the bank is allowed to do right you deposit a hundred dollars bro right they're allowed to take that hundred and only keep ten dollars of that bro right. and invest and loan it out right well what happens when this guy they loan it out to this guy right and then this guy turns around and brings money back to the bank that same money that was originally you know the other persons they loan it out right and then this person brings more money back to the bank so then they loan it out again to another individual bro right. and it just keeps going on and on and on bro in reality i feel like it could have started off with just like a hundred bucks 10 bucks bro it's crazy when you think about it so right. going back to the whole pyramid scheme that's what it seems like it is as well bro and it's dirty because those guys operate dirty bro i get what you're saying the way you were telling me that the, right. earlier you know that you had like you hated something like that right me and my girl right i got approached by this guy oh and, and it's fucked up because i went to a doctor bro and, and i went to go see my doctor right and they, they uh it's part of like that venice clinic so i went to a doctor right and there's a so there, I take my laptop with me, bro. I have this laptop case with me. I'm doing my homework while I'm waiting, bro. And this uh, this nurse, a male nurse, bro, comes out. He's like, hey, bro, uh, you know, you seem pretty smart, bro. Yada, yada, yada. Starts making small talk, you know. Like, whatever, I'm not that smart. But anyways, so he's like, uh, hey, man, I got this job, bro. I, I, I'm making good money. I work here, bro, but I got this other job, bro. And he's like soliciting me. 
bro. And I from I I would think that's not like a no. You can't do that at work. You He's know, you work for a doctor's you, yeah. office. Dude, like, I got this job, bro. If you're interested, man, I'm making like four thousand dollars a week or a month. I think he said. I was like, what? But I'm kind of like, bro. I'm going to school. I have a little bit of free time. I'm like, okay, what's up, man? He's like, here, bro. Get my number. He doesn't want to go into details, you know. So I swap numbers with him, and then you know he doesn't. He keeps me in the dark about what it's involving, you know. And I'm thinking, well, he's a nurse. We're in a legit place. I'm not thinking anything of it, right? It sounds like so, a trap, though. Yeah, yeah. While well, starting to, I'm like, it's kind of sketchy. So I'm kind of like, you know, I got my, you know, my, my. My, my the red flags are up bro you know i'm kind of like okay you know sketchy about him and then uh we have this zoom meeting bro we end up with the zoom meeting he starts going into detail about what it is right and then he's like look bro if you just give me a hundred dollars right now it's it only costs you a hundred bucks to get in for the licensing and then he said another hundred bucks for like the initial startup course and everything like that but you'll start making this kind of money you know and then i'm like okay you know so very persuasive guy, right? Very, right. very persuasive, bro. Right. So I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I give him a hundred bucks, you know? I, I, I give him my debit card information, right? Damn. <laughs> hold on, though. Hold on. That's hold a on. red flag. So, so, so I give him my debit card, but bro, take it that they're persuasive, bro. I mean, obviously you have the guy on your, on your Facebook or Instagram, you know, they're persuasive. So, you know, he's like, yeah, bro. We, but they're asking me to get hired on with him, right? So then... They tell me, we have an office, bro. Why don't you come down to the office, man, and meet everybody, bro? It's legit, bro. We have a big, beautiful building. Everything's brand new. We're expanding. Right. We're expanding, bro. We're opening up another location on the other side of Fresno. So I'm like, okay. You know, so I'm telling my girl about this opportunity, you know. And it I'm sounds like, lit. Hey, I tell her, yeah, it sounds lit. Exactly. So I'm telling her, but hold off. You know, uh, let's go. We'll go together because then she's like, hey, is there something I can make some money off of too? Right. I go, oh, yes, maybe. But let me go. Let me. I already dropped 100 bucks. I go, let me go first. You don't do anything. You're gonna go with me don't even talk to anybody so we go in there right we have an interview there's all kinds of nice cars outside bro i'm talking about like brand new jeeps some guy has a mercedes benz like a new one i like mine but a brand new one at least like sixty thousand dollar vehicle you know we pull up the building is beautiful immaculate bro there's a waterfall on the inside bro there's it's two stories i'm like damn they got it going on here you know so it becomes more enticing right so then you know i go sit down bro and bosses start coming up this guy's like superiors start coming out they're all dressed in nice fancy hey how you doing you know very professional clean cut looking guys i'm like damn bro this is something i want to be a part of you know what's up so then we start talking we start having this conversation you know and they start pitching me all these things they make me watch a slideshow but first what they do let me go back they, they give say, you some they, drugs they, <laughs> nah. they're like no just drink this they separate me from my girl they separate me oh, from my girl like okay we're like gonna that. have you over here i told her the first thing i fucking told her was like hey Whatever you do, do not fucking give them any money. Do not sign up for anything. You wait. Let me terrible. write this out. Let me write this out. Let me find out what this is all about. So I go into the next room, right, bro? And it's all legit. Yes, this and that. And then we start going. Like, yeah, you just have to pass this background check. I'm like, wait a minute. And I had told the guy prior to this, when we first had that original Zoom meeting, when I gave him yeah. 100 bucks, yeah. I go, bro, I have a felony. Does that matter? No, you should be good, man. You're good, bro. Yada, yada, yada. So then, you know... um, I tell them, hey, I have. A, I tell his boss, like, I have a felony, bro. Is that going to be any problems? Oh, yeah, man. I'm sorry, bro. You cannot work with us if you have a felony. Well, why don't, you try, why don't you just try getting some life insurance, bro? You know? And then they start pitching me that. And I'm like, bro, what about the 100 bucks? Your other guy told me fucking that it didn't matter, bro. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know why he would tell you that, bro. Yeah, you can't have felonies to get your seller's uh, insurance license. 
right? I'm like, oh man, you know, hey, what about your girl, bro? Maybe you could just be there. We could sign her up. Hey, you could just be there. And you guys can make a cut. Yada. I was like, ah, bro. So they're pretty much kicking me to the curve. You know what I mean? Saying like, oh, now we'll just work with your girl. You know? So I tell them, nah, bro. You know what? Honestly, first off, I you ain't. Him, no one's gonna be like, oh, we're gonna work with your yeah, girl without like my that. consent. Yeah, for sure. I exactly, mean, unless bro. it's something she wants to do, Bunch like I have to consent though. My like, girl, you know, I don't think so, bro. Nah. Yeah, what the fuck? These guys sound slimy though. Like, yeah, maybe they're in a suit and shit, but they sound like they're not. They're not cool. Like. Oh, my, like my friend shit, Alfredo's bro. in a suit, and some people probably judge thinking he's a snooty guy or something, but he's a real nice, honest dude. That's for sure, so bro. it kind of sets a different dynamic when you talk to him, you start talking to him, mm-hmm. and you catch his mannerisms. You're like, wow, like this guy's actually truly an outstanding guy, right. and he's not trying to slang some bullshit. Yeah, I got you. Know you know what I mean? So, so, so then, so then, you but know, people I'm like, in a suit bro, usually are kind of like, uh oh, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it can be like that. Yeah, though. and I'm like, bro, honestly, like, look, man, honestly, I just don't like. I'm sorry not to like. I'm not liking the fact that your that your worker lied to me. That your your coworker lied to me, bro. He told me that yeah. I'd be okay even with a felony. I let him know before I even make that payment, you know. And now you're telling me I was like, well, how do I get my money back, you know? Because he told he yeah, lied to me. Where's my hundred bucks? And he fool? was like, oh man, I'm sorry, bro. That's a reversible, man. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? All right, bro. Whatever. So I get up out of there, bro. And this is to your audience. This is advice to you guys because I'm sure they're getting a lot of people out there like that. They are, bro. They do that oh, every yeah. day, oh, bro. Yeah. The people, hundreds, thousands of people get duped like this, bro. Right. So what I do, bro, I go. I meet up with my girl and I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on, babe? You know, yada, yada. so we get the hell out of there, run our way home. And she's like, hey, I signed up. I gave what? 100 bucks. I was like, oh my God, I told you not to give them money. But I they told persuaded not to sign. her. They're like, dude, the guy was like in my face and shit and telling me, yada, 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 all this good stuff that could come out of it. And that we just, I just need to swipe for 100 oh, bucks. Bro, I'm like, oh sick, my bro. God. I told Bev, I told you not to give him any money. So, so what I do, bro, is I go back home, bro. I start brainstorming, like, what the fuck? So then I tell this guy, like, hey bro i go to the original guy that i met at the doctor's office yeah yeah yeah, right you know i told him hey bro like did you I, go out lied to me bro. at the doctor's office i should have bro you no should've. no I no you should have no what trip out. I that would have been awesome this, and I, i'll tell you how i got my money back yeah so i went out this i went about this in a more professional way and people that are listening this is how you go about things right That's you don't right. go you don't resort right away to violence and try to go smash on this guy in the parking lot yeah this is how you do this shit especially because they're a business right yeah they have to have a triple a rating right if they want to operate the way they operate bro they have to have a triple a rating the only way you get a triple a rating is if you're registered if you're registered to the better business bureau okay right you have to be registered with the better business bureau so what i went home and did i started brainstorming i'm like Dude, what the hell? So I text this guy, tell him, hey, bro, I want my money back, bro. And I want my girl's money back, too, bro. You lied to me, you know? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. That's non-refundable, yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I start doing my brainstorming right, bro, filing complaints and shit, looking how I'm going to file a complaint. Boom, come across the Better Business Bureau website, right? Boom, look them up. They're there. They're registered with the Better Business Bureau. Do, do a little bit more research, all right? Anybody that needs to that wants any company that wants to stay in good standings with the better business bureau and have that triple a rating little stat that you see when you walk in there's always a little Mm -hmm. clap right they have to respond to any complaint within like 24 hours bro they have to respond to a complaint like such you know so i went in there filed a complaint bro hey i want my money back i want this much they lied to me they told me this this and that bro within like two weeks bro i got my money back that's what's up they said hey you're gonna deposit and that's because i had a contact that same company that i had a contact corporate like in alabama somewhere 
right? I had to contact corporate in Alabama because that's where the head the headquarter corporate office is at. Convenient. So yeah, I fucking know, Alabama. I know, and we're in California, people, you know. And most like, people see this, bro, and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't want to do this, bro." But right. honestly, it's not even that hard, bro. It took right. me like ten minutes, bro. You know, just yeah. a quick little briefing, boom, real quick, typed it out. Yeah, yeah send it off. I I want it. Look at they took it out of the last four of this debit card. Boom, boom, boom. That's all I put. I want the money back in that account. That's all I want because yeah. they they offer you, you know, what would you like to resolve this matter, you know? Yeah. And I, want, I just want my hundred dollars back so then you know two three weeks later bro bam came right back yeah. into my bank account bro fuck but yeah it's fucked up that so many people live and die like that and they don't they get, get gotten over on bro, like it's that, fucking bro. sketchy though so bro. that's a way to get your money back if you guys get scammed by one of these life insurance guys you know that start preaching to you some shit like that tony knows and then i did it for my girl too bro and then she's like hey, i got my money back and then i text the guy like six months later i was like hey bro thanks bro i got my money back he was like what who's this like yeah you dick <laughs> dude that shit's sketchy dude it happens all the time yeah. honestly allison watch it my wife she watches anti-mlm videos all the time on youtube you'd be surprised how many people do anti-mlm content where they watch these zoom meetings where they meet with people on zoom and shit mm -hmm. and they try to persuade them to do this and they talk about their company like such and da 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 da, da and they're really persuasive but they're also fucking idiots when you break it down and you realize you're not in the meeting you're like what the fuck dude yeah. this is sketch this is like uh not comfortable for me to even watch almost yeah. but the person making the content usually is describing what they're talking about and saying like giving commentary saying like obviously this is not right like if right. you if you could make this money at a full-time job but you're not making that money that's a red flag like if you're not making any money and you said you you were told you're gonna make as much you would in two weeks as a full-time job at least if not more and you're not making anything that's a red flag as fuck yeah. like you said when someone wants your debit card information right off the bat yeah red flag as fuck I've told a couple of stories on the podcast of people like trying to sway me or, or Allison to buy something or get into the MLM shit. So I don't want to talk about my experience necessarily, yeah. but I know for sure that it happens way too much. It and honestly, those, those folks that like to do that like swindly ass shit mm -hmm. is kind of like what politicians like to do. Oh, it's yeah, kind of like sure. what the United States uh, fucking constitution is kind of laid out to be. Mm -hmm. But it's so much more broader, and at least we have freedoms of speech and certain things yeah. that are really important. At least we're not in those groups, you're like in a cult. Like I mean, you're essentially in, you're essentially in a cult when you're when you're. You could argue being in the United States, you're in the cult of fucking capitalism or some shit. But yeah. no, that's not true. Honestly, bro, yeah, but you could definitely be considered in a cult with that kind of mentality because you're just shamelessly saying, "Sorry, bro, I can't get you that money. You were you were a dollar sign to me, and I fucked you over later, mm -hmm. man. You know, I'd never forget you when I was in jail." I remember one of my friends, shout out to Real, he was like, hey, in the hood, people die over $20. Yeah. Like, you know, people do that shit. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not that worried about it because we were talking about someone that owed me money on the outs and I was like, I'm not worried about it, man. Karma's a bitch, you know? And he hey, was bro, like, hey, but just say Do you ever wonder like if like 50 years down the road, some somebody's going to like stumble across your podcast and be like, fucking, you know, nothing to do, just probably burnt out from having a long ass day of work or a week of work and they're just chilling like on a Sunday just listening to us yap and shit. I have an idea, actually. I've done that sometimes, bro. I listen, I've listened to some dumbass shit. And I'm just sort of like fucking, what do they call it? Like junk, uh, like just watching like just, fuck, I forget what they call it, bro. That's a Death scrolling, I call it, because you just keep on watching something else, yeah, just scrolling further. Shit, bro. Yeah, bro, just fucking like binging on TV. Binging. TV, binging, yeah. You know, I, it's funny. I wonder what the probabilities are of that, bro. So we just stumbling across it. I hope it's higher as with time because <laughs> there'll be more episodes with time. But I also think that like I have this idea that I wanted to make into like a cartoon. And shout out to Nico, uh, Nico's <clears throat> what is it? Nico's artwork on Instagram, Nick Chagoya. He's been on the podcast, but he's uh, 
he painted the painting of Lila, my dog out there and stuff. He's really talented, but he also makes like, uh, like TikTok art. I don't know what to call it. Like fucking virtual art, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like a cartoon coming to life and shit. Like doodlies. There's a super cool Doodly. super cool I don't fucking know but the point is is like I wanted to see if he could do this idea for me and since you brought up if anyone will stumble upon the podcast I thought of this idea and I was like dude how epic would this be as like a short cartoon or something where like they're like way in the distant future bro from now we're in 2022 but way in the distant future like year 4000 or some shit what if like you know, monkeys that we call monkeys now end up being like smarter with time, and then they're like human-like, like and they're starting the and they're starting shit. to kind of tap into some shit. And somehow, you know, one of these dudes, and maybe the humans already left to go to Mars or go somewhere else, right? And like, mm-hmm. there's just these human, other humanoid type creatures that like learn how to tap in the internet, and they're just mesmerized by. They go online, and somehow they Symbiosis Now this. podcast comes <laughs> up, and they're just tripping out on like, whoa, this is like the diary of this guy living in this time period and maybe they don't even speak words but they're just like dumbfounded by this and there's like a weird conversation fucking humanoids just watching us like they're watching a fucking brand new movie that just came out in theaters and they're like oh shit get a load of this yeah or like in 2001 a space odyssey where the monkeys are like (laughs) like jumping up and down at the big thing that came from space you know but I imagine, or like it could be like, a, I don't know, I thought of like, for some reason, like a goat in the world is went through nuclear warfare, but goats somehow survived or some shit. And it's just this goat that like got GM genetically modified by the, the nuclear explosions and shit, but somehow survived and is like, can think and talk and like know how to use technology somehow. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just listening to this podcast, eating grass. And just thinking about how crazy it is that this person made this thing. Like we said earlier, where does all this stuff that we make and all the shit you put on Instagram, like you said your iPhone. I know if I go on my iPhone, I could look up photos from before I had this iPhone. They're from other iPhones or some shit. And you could type in like a dog and it'll come up with all the pictures of a dog on its own. Like, you know, where is all that stored really? And if the power goes down, right, or something like that, how long can that stuff maintain memory on something if some kind of cataclysmic event happened could it maintain you know would would all the servers be destroyed and all that information be gone or is it is it electromagnetic pulse you know bomb going off and shit just wiping out all the hardware or anything that has it yeah from the solar flares that shit happens too apparently like it could shut down electricity it could shut down a lot of shit all electromagnetic magnetic frequencies meaning you wouldn't be able to start your car yeah. A lot of things. Apparently, there's been an increase of solar flares over the last couple of years. I remember talking about it on a podcast because there was supposed to be some solar flare that was going to shut it all down, but it didn't well, happen. Well, there was one like 20 years ago, right? It wasn't too long ago that there was one. Say was if we got hit flare. by like another country or something, right? Like say because we were talking about Putin and Russia. <clears throat> Russia's crazy apparently or some shit. Mm-hmm. If they decided, hey, we're going we're gonna, to um, we're gonna fuck up their weather over there. Or something by geoengineering that shit or something. Or if they were going to maybe, the cut, harp you know, machine. somehow infiltrate the, the systems like they've done to shut down power for Ukraine before they started infiltrating them. They would like shut down their power for a couple of days or some shit just mm-hmm. to show them we could do it. You know, what if they did that here? And if it happened on a mass scale, by the time people actually were in the know of why the power is actually out, 
what if there's already propaganda going around saying that it's from a solar flare or something? So don't believe the propaganda that Russia was it was an attack or anything, and then we're getting infiltrated, and then the Russians are here, and they're here to say, then we're told that they're here to save us because you know we could die because we don't have technology anymore right now because of the solar flare that obliterated a lot of things. You know who knows, bro? It's like what we're dealing with now, bro. It's hard, bro. It's so crazy, bro. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking in hypotheticals a lot, but really the the reality is, is tensions are escalating. They're making moves in Ukraine. They're dropping hella bombs. Clearly, NATO wants to fucking back Ukraine. I think that they need help. <clears throat> I also think, though, that this will escalate into a scenario where Russian people are probably going to be mad at the U.S. again uh, based off the propaganda, based off their economy we're, we're collapsing. If, if our economy collapsed and we were told it was because of Russia, anybody, we'd be fucking bro, pissed. Be so let, let's bro, relate sure. to that. You know what I mean? And I just think that things are going to escalate. And I'm worried, bro. Like, and I don't want to fucking go. I said this at the hardware store the other day to a customer because he was talking about crazy times. And I was like, all I know, man, is I'm not trying to go kill. I don't want to go fight against some Russian dude. And then in the aisle over, my boy Carlos, he's all, I do. <laughs> you know, he's all like, I'm down. But he went to Afghanistan, so he knows uh, what's okay, up. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows like what you do, like, yeah, you know, sure. in those moments. It's, it's and I think a lot of us have to start contemplating if that were to happen, if we were to be infiltrated, even though it sounds unlikely, but I don't rule anything out anymore. Look at our world. Yeah. You know, if something happened, if we were bombed here, we have to be able to keep it cool, so calm, and collective and yeah. fight for each other, not for e- ourselves. Yeah. you know yeah and, and let me play devil's advocate here for a little bit right yeah and this is what i told dr coley the other day in a conversation i told her because she was talking about how bad this is how russia how evil you know putin is and whatnot and i was like okay but you gotta look at it from this way right obviously he has a lot of soldiers a lot of people that are actually following orders but at some point you would say fuck this i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna kill all these innocent mm-hmm. there's all he's obviously pushing some kind of narrative mm-hmm. for them to continue to engage in battle mm-hmm. and bomb all these countries in Ukraine or these cities in Ukraine right right? so I told them okay look at it from our point of view right just playing devil's advocate here if 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 we okay Mexico we took Texas from them right we took Texas we took you know parts of California or whatever you know yeah we and during war we took that from them right right okay so Ukraine used to be part of the the Soviet Union right before the Cold War right Mm -hmm. and they lost that right Mm -hmm. okay well, how would America feel, and would we be okay with it as Americans if one, if if Mexico had become such a powerful country, right, that they came and said, "Hey, we're gonna take fucking Texas from you, we're gonna take California from you," you know what I mean? And you guys ain't gonna do shit about it, and we bullied the fuck out of you and took your land, right? And then you know whatever, thirty years down the road, the U.S. we become a more powerful nation than than Mexico, right? And we say, hey, we got, you know, this extra money, everything's in place. We want our fucking land back now, right? And would we be okay with it as a population of citizens of the U.S. to say, hey, that land used to belong to us. Now we're going to go back and take that land and take the resources. I'm sure we would probably be more than okay with it as Americans. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, that shit was ours. They took that shit away from us in the war. Let's go over there and get that shit back now. Okay, everything's lined up right now. We're more powerful than ever. Let's go. Boom. And we would be okay with it. That's kind of the similar situation that's going on in Russia right now, bro. Yeah. That used to be their land, bro. Yeah. I know it's fucked up. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. And that's what I told I get Dr. You. Cooley, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, we have to see the mentality of why these decisions are being made, how long they've yeah. been in the running, how much global power does Russia as a nation or as Putin I think as hard assets they has. Do. 
you know? Because, yes, we're crumbling the rubble, right? But if they ride this out and they actually win, bro, that shit's going to spring up overnight, bro. And it's crazier because then gas prices go up and it makes the American people mad because they want to blame Biden and Putin. That's yeah. what that's what's happening yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's so arrogant because it's like you should be mad at the oil companies that you're always probably hooting and hollering about being such saviors to yeah. the economy and shit. Because you know? I guarantee Because you, really th- what's happening right now is we're producing more oil than ever. Yeah. The price is just Russia's up still because oil, we bro. decide to say it's up. And I guarantee you know? Russia's still producing oil themselves. Too, For bro. them. They're, they're but we're not taking somebody. it anymore. But the same, I believe that the same oil is getting produced, right? I really don't believe unless Ukraine because they're actually the ones getting bombed and under attack right now. I think they're probably the only ones not producing war, but Americans are stepping it up. So what's happening mm-hmm. is the route, right, of oil is changing, right? Yes. Because obviously it's not coming out of Russia, but Russia, I guarantee you, they're probably pumping it out to China now. Fuck it. Dude, we'll give you guys all this point. extra oil. Good so point. this oil is just moving places. So why are we getting fucked? You because the saying? companies themselves sense. are deciding that it, they want to they're charge more. They're it up, bro. I guarantee yeah. you the same oil production it is causes, still being made, bro. Like we were talking about earlier, it it. It increases the gap between the wealthy and the poor further, yeah. furthermore. And it's I mean, it always up, bro. does. We're the ones at the shit you end know. of the stick, bro, for sure. And uh, it's crazy because we see these sanctions, you know, mm-hmm. but the reality of those sanctions means, okay, well then we can't tell China not to deal with Russia like no. you had brought up. So all of the stuff we used to maybe get from them, now we don't get. So that means all our prices go up because we're, we're taking a stand against it, which makes sense. But then, you know, this other superpower is now making making amends and saying, hey, we'll be your market, you know. Those kind of things are happening as and we it's, speak. It's like, look at bro. Let me, let and allies are being made. Yeah, and let me bring it back know? to us. Okay, bro, so say you want to go buy a sack of weed, right? Right, and you get it. You always go get it from your plug, right? You get your sack of weed from your plug. Well, what happens if your plug falls off the mat, gets arrested or something or whatever, you know, or stops slinging, whatever, bro? You're going to probably go get another plug. That doesn't mean the prices go up, bro. It right. doesn't. No, Everybody's sure. got weed. You for know sure. what I'm saying? You're just going right. to go get it from another guy probably for the same That's price. why at the end of the day, it people that sense. are mad at Putin or Biden about the oil prices going up, that is not who we're mad at, dude. That's not who we should be we're mad at. You're not supposed people. to be mad at. You're supposed to be mad at big oil, essentially, because they're doing what they always do. Yeah. You know, they're taking full advantage of the time. Just like with war big, is good for people. Just Some like people, yeah, big yeah, pharma on the war with this disease that we've been going through. Though yeah. same kind oh, of yeah. idea where they were like, "Hey, you need the shots, and they're real expensive. We know we need the shots, you know." But if they made each person, you and I, pay for the shot and say it was like, you know, a thousand dollars per shot, yeah, they wouldn't have got nobody to get shots. That's I feel you, bro. They could have made more money maybe in that way, but most people would be like, "Nah, dude, I can't afford it," like, you know. And they'd be like, "Oh, there's waivers and all this stuff," but they'd get money out of the mass population. But instead, it was subsidized by the government, which is why it became this thing where they could make you get it too. That's another reason. You know, it's craziness. We're living in craziness. That's why tomorrow I don't I don't rule anything out of tonight while I'm chilling in my backyard that a nuclear bomb could go off oh, yeah, and fucking bro. obliterate me, dude. I don't fucking know. I've always thought about that growing up, but now more than ever, I'm yeah, like, shit, sure. dude, tensions are escalating. I don't like that everyone only focuses on whatever the narrative is, though, at the time. Like with vaccines, like with COVID, like with Afghanistan, like with this war, you know. It's 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 understandable, but it's more interesting for me to go like to the grocery store, go to class, and us just carry on like normal. Mm-hmm. But outside of there, it's like this is so burdensome. Mm-hmm. I'm so afraid. But we just go on lati da around, yeah. you know, shopping and buying stuff. Even if tomorrow we get obliterated, you know, what are you supposed to do? Stop. What are you supposed to do? Yes, yeah, stop and worry. You live in fear only, right? But then, but then instead of maybe decide, don't fear monger and 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 elicit and post and repost some of this information then. If you don't want 
you know, if you don't want people to continue to talk about it and stuff. You well, know, or if you want to just do your thing, then why don't you just be tone deaf and step out of the situation, right? Yeah. But most people don't want to. They just want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to continue with their normal lazy lifestyle. They don't want to get ready to go to war, bro. I don't even. You know, yeah, but people I, I know like they want to they want to live like in this luxury. We have this luxury out here in the first world we call the United States. Yeah, you know, there's this luxury, but the reality is, is so did Ukraine apparently, and then all of a sudden they're getting bombed, and the whole entire country is just this war zone of fractured buildings and fucking fragments of shit. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. It is. Imagine if that happened here. You know, not, people would freak out too. And I think my, honestly, country, most people bro, that you know, that. or that I know might end up deciding somehow down the road <clears> as <throat> we fight a war against some other country that we might be like, you know what? It's our time to take over. We don't even want the government that we're fighting for anymore. We're going to actually do an inside job. Like often what hap- what usually happens what the United States usually did was like, say in the Philippines, start a war, say, we'll back you. We'll, we'll provide resources. We'll protect the sea, you know, with our Navy and shit. And then once you guys win your revolution, we say, oh, we kind of, you know, own a lot of this too, though. You got to pay us a right. And now you have to kind of operate through us. You know, it's fucked up. That's that's real history from back in the day. You know what I mean? And so like we're guilty of doing a lot of these same things we claim others, other people or nations are evil for. It's not just evil. There's there's an economy around this. There's an ecosystem around this. It's not just evil, you know. Even Hitler himself was, you could definitely, you can't say he wasn't evil. It's just you can't sit here and say that because he was evil, that it spread like wildfire and everyone was just evil. They were humans trying to do the right thing. And they stood there and said, if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. In fact, if I don't do it, I look like a traitor to them and I'll go get put in a concentration camp Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I have to be on board. I don't want to say that those are the same times that we're living through, but it's interesting how everyone has to comply, otherwise face, you know, outing by society or rejection or getting fired from their job. You have to comply to a certain mental process. You have to talk about things in a certain light. Like you were saying about our teacher in a communications class, she's cool, but she also often says things that are super left wing like agenda like it's like shit i would watch on c cnn right now or something you know and i understand that that's not doesn't discredit it it's just interesting because clearly you can tell when someone talks sometimes what side they fall on of something and it shouldn't be about that but the reality is is when you make it so obvious Mm -hmm. and you kind of flaunt it like clearly this is my sign this is who i am Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of weird because then it shows to me a lot of bias nature about what you think about on a daily basis is bias. You're waiting for someone to tell you how to feel about that. You know, that's the dangers of us not having uh, a certain amount of principles in place to say, no, 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 no. If you cross this line, it is an end all be all situation. We don't care. You cross the line of going over $6 per gallon of gas. We don't care. We'll keep driving around. We'll just stress and complain and we'll get mad and grumble and we'll go broke over it. You know, there's no cap on how much they can charge. It could be $10, $20 a gallon. There should be, but there's not. And and in fact, there, there could be a point where water could cost something like that, which is even yeah, scarier to me. Resource, bro. My friends, are you in the market of buying a home? Better yet, are you in the market of selling a home or trying to rent out your space for an Airbnb? Perhaps you're trying to rent out an office space or just a cottage on the side of your house. Have you ever thought about how hard it is 
to show off your property during the pandemic when a lot of folks don't want to be in social contact or they don't want to strap up a mask and get dosed up with a bunch of shots just to come see the place. In a world of competition, you need the leg up to sell your home, to rent out your space, to do what you're doing, and to help you do whatever it is you're doing. Tony's virtual tours can take drone footage. He can take a 3D scan and make it virtually accessible so that anyone from their home can see what you are offering. He has great video skills and he's got a fair price. So if you're looking to create a better experience, a happier customer, and more revenue with 3D virtual tours, call Tony's Virtual Tours at 559-648-0931. If this interests you, feel free to reach out to the podcast for more information. I will leave the phone number and his email in the description. That phone number, once again, folks, is 559-648-0931. That's Tony Virtual Tours, folks, TVT. Hit him up now, tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast, and he will set you up with your 3D virtual needs. That's the whole nother level that is more worrisome to me. All this is like, we can figure it out, but water, bro? Yeah. We're in some deep shit, bro. If fucking they start charging more for water. Well, already, when you think about it, they they do. It's like a $10 billion fucking industry. If you were to drink water from your tap, which most tap water is the same shit you buy in bottled water, Mm -hmm. right? Just reverse osmosis. Or something, yeah, purified or something. But the reality is, is if you were to drink the same amount of water, it would cost you like a thousandth or some ungodly amount of what it costs for you to drink a bottled water. Just one bottle of water. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, at, at the cost that you'd walk into a store and grab a bottle of water. That's so funny thousands of percent more like you know because think about it like you fill up your water bottle you're not sweating if the water bill is going to be high you got to drink water like you know but if you're like irrigating miles of corn you're gonna be worried about how much water you use you know but more because of the incentive of financial and you have to make all this corn grow not because it's the right thing to conserve you know what you're touching on that right you're touching on that right now and it had me thinking i was going to make a point too right okay if supposedly we have the technology right to to create water right like you were saying something about what if they do some kind of warfare where they're you know are manipulating like our weather patterns and shit in which i've heard there's technology out there for that right? china does it for sure they yeah. see clouds and make it rain in places and yeah shit. bro yeah, well, and i've seen like little small videos on that like where they can fly like little beads of aluminum they drop little beads mm-hmm. of aluminum and aluminum have like it, it kind of attracts water and it forms into, it's like, some kind of chemistry water. yeah yeah it's some kind of chemistry exactly right so why are we always in a drought bro you know what I mean? Well, I think it's, why I've talked California about it on the last podcast. If, that, if yeah. that technology is already there, right? Why is it that California is always in the drought? You know what I'm saying? Is it a way to control us? I got to thinking that. I've thought that a couple of times. Oh, it is. Before, Water but at the I'm end just of the having day. random thoughts. And remember, I told you a while back when we were walking to the pantry about that movie, Rango. It's a funny-ass movie, bro. But there's some deep fucking meaning in that movie, right? There's this turtle, bro. He controls everybody. And he always keeps me in fear because he tells him that we're running low on water. Right, we're running low on water, and then like Rango like discovers it, which is Johnny Depp. You know, Johnny Depp plays the little lizard or a gecko and shit. Yeah, it's a I funny movie. You gotta watch it. 
And um, but that's what it's about, bro. The moral of it is like this guy that controls not the moral, but the the plot of the story is that this guy controls the water, bro, and he controls everybody. He's always keeping them in fear, bro. Time and we're running very low, but when in reality, bro, he has like so much reserves, bro. When he he's living up like at the palace and shit, and he's like swinging on all these ancient ass, dope ass waters that comes from like natural springs and shit, you know. But it's a way to control everybody, right? right. And yeah. I'm just like, dude, if we it have is. the technology to fucking control weather already. You know what I mean? If they have the technology for that, there's like the heart machine that they've talked about and shit, you know? I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's like a system that controls the weather and shit, you know? And um, so why are we always in a fucking drought? You know? yeah. I mean, why is California always in a drought? Why are well, chaos always... makes money, of course, so if you want to talk about follow the money, but also the, the reality of our management of water is poor. And what I mean by we that is... We need more reservoirs for sure. Nah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but water is meant to flow naturally like veins in your body. You don't want to block your arteries and shit. You don't want to block your veins. You're going to be all fucked up. There's something about the ecosystem that actually is supposed to just kind of... It's the, lo- the, the flow of the water knows best, like, but instead we redirect it. That's one so big, big issue with right? it. I mean, you know, you could say that it's... It's a it's a terrible idea, but like look at why it's a good idea. You can have cities like Los Angeles and shit, where you take water from other places upstate and run a fucking canal all the way down there or whatever, you know. But our management, meaning like even in bottled water, when we buy bottled water or whatever, and you drink it, and yeah, you drink all most of the water in the bottle, but there's a couple drops in there and shit, right? And you close that bottle, and then you go throw it in a recyclable bin. And then you go take that to the recyclable spot, get your cash back for it, and then on that ship that eventually ships these bags and huge amounts of bottles to some other place, which we don't really know. It used to be China. I don't know now. Yeah. It gets put into a landfill, and they start basically just stacking it in a deep hole, too. They haven't learned how to recycle and sort all of it properly yet. Like Look it up. It's not me yeah, just yeah, making yeah. bullshit. A lot of people will be like, that's oh, not true. They, the bottle says recycle. Blah, blah, blah. You yeah, know, it's right, like, right, no, yeah. check it out. Yeah, yeah. The reality is is even deeper than the plastic. Okay, fuck the plastic plastic for a second fuck the fuck the trash aspect of this and the microplastics of the future millennial the future millennia to come but on another level the water inside each one of those bottles just a little couple drops just a couple just a couple drops maybe adds up like pennies and it becomes fucking billions of dollars of water you know billions of fucking drops ends up being a fucking lake you know of water that we could have used and over time it just gets buried until someone punctures that or opens that vessel. It remains its own world inside there. So in a way, by us using these, for all we know, we drink a little bit of water. Some of our saliva got in there and shit. Over millennia inside that bottle, that bottle won't open or degrade. We could have a fucking another world inside of each one of those bottles in a thousand, two thousand a hundred thousand a million years there could be another ecosystem in there based off the bacteria that came from you and the moisture left in there who fucking knows but that water definitely ain't in our ecosystem anymore Mm -hmm. it's trapped in that one it's trapped in its own little world and the water is no longer able to go back into the cycle where it rains back down and evaporates and does all this secular shit Mm -hmm. instead it's trapped you know we can look at it like a grand experiment of possibly seeding gas. life for the future, which may be. A when thing. I used to pump you gas, know? I used to think that, like, man, you know how there's always a couple little droplets. Not going into the whole ecosystem uh-huh. thing, but every time I would, like, pump gas and, like, a couple drops would fall, you know. Oh, I when you move it from the know? gas tank to the handle? Many, yeah, I wonder how many thousands and millions of people are doing that and just wasting fucking barrels of gas right now. Yeah. Know? Well, right now, too, bro. But I'm what can you do, bro? You're people... like, super careful and just... You know how you got your catalytic cut off and shit of your car? Mm. Dude, I'm surprised people aren't like uh, siphoning hella gas from people's cars and shit right now. 
Oh, yeah, no, it's coming, bro. Because, bro, coming. it's Fuck, so expensive yeah. now. It's like, you know, yeah. you definitely could black market that shit yeah, tomorrow. Some girl, some girl was like fucking, I was driving yesterday and uh, coming out of Seymour and some girl was like fucking trying to get my attention behind me. And I'm like, fucking what? You know, so she's like, hey. Your gas tank's open. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, bro. I have like a full tank, bro. I always ride on Damn. a full tank. Yeah. Because what I do, it's bro, is I drive it till it's, well, not always drive it on a full tank. But what I always do, bro, I, I always drive it until I have no gas, bro, until I have fumes because it's good for your car. You know what I mean? Because it gets all the small particles out of the bottom of your fuel tank, right? So I always drive my cars, bro, until there's no gas in it. And then I top it off completely to the top, bro. And this just happened to be one of those times yesterday when the gas was fully topped off. I'm talking about the mouth not the bends so it's it's fucking topped off bro and i'm driving it i think it was the day before yesterday before i got the car the day that i got the car and this girl pulls up behind me she's like hey your gas tank's over i'm like oh fuck they got me it's happening no <laughs> because i had just read an article saying like oh they're going after gas tanks and shit or they're going after people's gas now Damn. it's gonna be a growing trend i was like fuck and then like i got off the car and look and like dude like it was just a little plate that kind of covers you know mine clicks in you know, not the actual knob itself, uh-huh. but just a little thing, bro. And it was just barely open. I was like, lady, why the fuck are you stopping me just to tell me that shit, you know? I thought, like, the gas cap was hanging off and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm no, just saying, just if that. someone's listening right now and they get up and they go to start their car and they're like, what the fuck's wrong with my yeah. car? You, you, you <laughs> might question if you're out of gas. Does put, your put gas lock lid shit. lock? Yeah. Like, yeah. does your your actual lid, does it Well, lock? they sell some of those key ones, bro. I think right. that's what those motherfuckers That's what I have. Back. Yeah, those are probably should be yeah, sold yeah, more right yeah. now. I'm going to start investing in that shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, man. But I mean, seriously, like you, you know, when when prices could go as high as the ceiling, I mean, yeah. fuck, dude. I don't know what to think of it. It's like I like to think it'll go back down. Fuck but off this right now. Big oil is getting rich, bro. It's, if you'll pay it, bro. what's the problem? So what do we do, bro? Do we right? Hey, off? if you if you'll buy it, what's the problem, bro? So what do we do? Right? right? Like if I'll buy it, what's the problem? So so what do we? Right? Do what are they doing it? wrong? If 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 we'll buy it anyways, yeah, even if yeah, it's ten dollars yeah. a gallon, yeah. what's the problem? Well, that's fucking highway. Robbery. We need it, right? Bro, it should be illegal, bro. That's fucked up. But it's a crime though to overcharge. What do you do? What do yeah. you do, bro? Yeah, it's price gouging. It is, shit, you know, but it on is. a fucking humongous level. I know. Bro. How is it's it a not? Monopoly, how is that's it not? What it is. Exactly. It's a fucking monopoly. Well, it's bro. a cartel. It's an oligopoly. It's a cartel. Yeah, it's yeah. an oligopoly. Okay. But yeah, same idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a little different. But that's just it, man. Like, how can it not be regulated? Okay. Like now, this is where I do kind of blame our administration that's in politics right now because you know oh, American people pockets, are hurting. Bro. American people are hurting, sir. You know that what you could do maybe though is give some kind of alleviation. I don't fucking know. Maybe since we're already trillions and billions of trillions of dollars in debt anyways, maybe just subsidize some of the oil somehow. So that way people don't go fucking broke dick broke and not even be able to get to their job. So what do we do, you know? Tyler, as, as a regular poor fucking civilians? What do we do? Do we still play by the rules? Honestly, or I would do say we if we say fuck this, if I'm going to fucking lie on my taxes a little bit. If we could, and they all we wouldn't get it. it. We wouldn't buy gas if we could, but we're addicted yeah. to it. If we all had electric cars, maybe we would say They're fuck you. Maybe we'd say fuck you. But now this is the push I feel like to make people want to get an electric car because now that the oil price is going up, finally they're like fuck it's, and what's it's so time. Bad about that? I don't think that's. A I don't push. know, but it's weird push. because I think that either way, electric is not going to supersede necessarily. I think we should have multiple methods of transportation, like multiple fuel sources fueling our different endeavors. I don't think we should rely on one for everything, and that's what we've done. To 
to ourselves, shot ourselves in the foot by relying only on oil all this time. <clears throat> there's other things that aren't electricity. There's a reason for There's it, other though. things that aren't electricity or oil, though, that we could technically find that probably actually work great. Like the know? guy that created fucking cars that run off hydrogen, bro, like off water, fucking yeah. water, and they fucking whacked them. <laughs> yeah. They fucking whacked them, yeah. bro. This was like Henry, back in the 1980s. Henry Ford bro. himself made a car out of a hemp-like steel and ran it on hemp seed oil. And it was a combustible engine, and it ran on hemp seed oil. And that's but, something that happened, but that didn't hit but market what's because more efficient the problem at the end of the day no is you have to decide on. something that's going to power all of these vehicles so it's blanketed and it's uh, universal across the board. So that way you can you don't get stranded every day you go somewhere. So you can actually pull into the pump and fill up your car. But if you have electric and you go to the gas pump and they don't have an electric spot, you're going to run out of your fuel source. You know what I mean? And until that day comes where they put in a shit ton of fucking electric outlets where you could charge anywhere and you know where they are. Like when you're driving down the road now and you see a 76 station, you're like, fuck, I'm going to pull over because I need gas. You have to wait until you see that Tesla logo. Like it could be fucking 100 miles down the road. You might not make it. You know, until that becomes more prevalent, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. people will make and the I push. Think we're going down that but way. in that time, we're not there yet. So for these yeah. prices to be so high and people not be there yet, it's no it, it's it, it's almost like if I wish that we all could just ride our bike to work like I used to do. If I should because I live close and you I can't. have a better time, honestly. But a lot of people live too far. They commute to their job. They commute for their job. You know, yeah. for landscapers that come into the hardware store I work at, they're telling me they have to raise their rates, bro, because fuel and oil. Fuel for their machines and their gas to get there. So in their vehicle with their trailer, with all their fucking machines on it, it has to get there. Wherever it is, all around the city, all around the, the multiple cities around these cities, right? Wherever they're going to do business. And the fuel that goes into each one of those engines that they run. Whether it's a string trimmer, it's a mower, it's a blower. That's all gasolina, bro. And people will be like, well, why don't they just go to battery like California's going to do? How the fuck are they going to charge that in between jobs? Mm-hmm. How the fuck? You want to have a truck that's just a pure battery? That they have to tote around with them. Mm-hmm. What are they going to power that? That the truck that they pull this huge ass battery around on 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 battery itself too. Yeah. How are they going to power each other? They, just, they could get this, a little bit smarter about it. And this is the sad thing. Though, but the reality like, is, my, is my people have road. to raise their prices because yeah. prices of oil are going up, and that makes a lot of people go, "Oh, well, it's not my fault." But it's like, look, it isn't your fault. It's not my fault either. This is the reality of our world. Yeah. The sad thing is, a lot of people want to, like I said earlier, want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to have what they already have and then have more they'll never be satisfied anyways like i seen my you gardener know? i seen my gardener the other day right and he cuts my grass bro he drives poor mexican guy bro. poor guy i'm mexican too but i don't know why i said but he's a paisa you know uh-huh. so so he drives all the way from fresno bro and uh he cuts mine in my neighbor's lawn and i actually recruited him from he would just come all the way from fresno drives a truck an old uh chevy silverado right like a 2002 chevy silverado yeah. bro drives it all the way from fresno bro and he would come all the way out here just to cut my neighbor's grass and he comes once a week bro yeah right and he only charges seventy dollars that's crazy so he comes that's once a week costing that to get here and back yeah bro so then He's i was making like, like 10 bucks and he seemed like a real cool guy bro so i told him hey man you know are you interested in cutting my grass you know just kind of like out of the sympathy whatever you know like man this, you know he could use the help and i could use somebody to cut my grass so i hired him so now he comes and he cuts mine and my neighbor's grass that's what's know? up but still bro he cuts it for for 70 bucks a month and he comes once a week bro that's most wild. gardeners most gardeners bro they cut fucking every two weeks every bro. two, they weeks, come two yeah. weeks bro my fucking my front grass looks like a fucking golf course bro it looks so immaculate bro right and i feel bad for the guy i mean there's certain things that he does that i don't like you know but still i can only you know be such an asshole or whatever you know so i i, I actually felt bad and i'm like I, I told him just this last week when i seen him because he comes every thursday and i told him this last thursday i go hey man uh 
no rotilio i go fuck bro gas is expensive bro you know what man i go i'm gonna bump your pay up bro i'm not gonna pay you eight, uh, 70 bucks i'm gonna start giving you 80 all right he was like oh okay okay man thank you bro i was like yeah bro because i understand gas is going up bro like i took it you know what i mean i was just kind of being proactive about it bro and i, I decided to hook him up but I mean, honestly, for, and it's sad, bro, because he, he does everything really primitive, bro. Like he doesn't take debit cards or, or a cash app or anything like that. You know, everything's just kind of cash. Cash you know? only, yeah. And, and it's like, bro, like for somebody like that, bro, I would recommend like, why don't you try to go open up a, a fucking an account with some kind of gas company, you know, Chevron or, you know, maybe not Chevron because they're expensive, but somewhere where you can, if you open up like some kind of account with them, you know, that you're always using gas, your business runs off gas, you can get gas a little bit cheaper you know? yeah like me bro what did i do and i'm just regular joe right i guess when gas prices started going up even before ukraine they started going up maybe like a month or two ago yeah, right for sure, bro. so what i started doing bro is like i i it's like fuck dude gas is getting crazy so what i i went i went to um i was at dino mart right here and where the old 76 the sinclair uh-huh. you know and i was like hey i started reading the little pamphlets that they got there and one of them said you know you get the app and you open up an account you get like up to 20 cents off each gallon so i'm like oh shit so I opened up an app, bro, opened up an account, linked it to my bank account, bro. And now I like all, like whenever I go pump gas right now, bro, I just like, I go, I, I don't, I could just use the app and pull up into the little yeah. driveway, right? Look at my pump number, fucking pump number fucking four, bam, push it in, you know? Yeah. And then like when I pull on the handle, it says it's ready, right? Pull on the handle, bam, plug it into my car. And then it just like put whatever grade I want and then it recalculates it and knocks it down. Like it just depends on what kind of promo I got on the app, but it'll knock it down like 15 to 20 cents. But what's interesting about that is like, where does the, who covers that end of that discount then? Do the regular customers that don't sign up, is that who's basically paying 10 cents more for what you're paying so that way you can get a deal? Probably. And maybe that's what they're actually, it's a little closer to the cost that they're getting it at at that pump, but they know that if they, if they ring people in for the actual cost, if they sign up for this, they'll get the actual cost of what oil should be costing. But if you don't have this program that is basically making you comply with the way they do things and making you pay with this app only and all this shit. It's pre- I'm sure it's easier for them because uh, like Sinclair, their, their I know, policy is to send it's their, easier. their worker. Oh yeah, it's, it's their policy is to send their workers out. So that means they have to pay. They don't have to pay somebody as, as much. You know what I mean? They do the, the, the data behind it is like they don't have to pay somebody as much like a worker to come out and greet these people, take their money, put it into the machine. You know what I mean? Everything's more automated. You know, I just go right. in, I pump it up. I self-serve myself. You know, they probably get more clientele that way because there's less people. You know, the pumps are less empty, I guess I want to say, or vacant, you know, because, yeah. you know, you got people just rolling up, punching in the app and it's probably smoother, you know? Yeah. But yeah, bro, that's one of the little tricks that I've kind of picked up bro during this whole thing and i'm always trying to look for things like that bro like yeah i get car rentals sometimes you know so like i'm not a business i'm not incorporated bro but i have i fucking made sure to hit up fucking enterprise bro right i hit up enterprise and i'm trying to open up a business account bro that way i can get them cheaper bro yeah right and so this is another thing that happened not too long ago right i i was going to take my trip down to la because i told you i'm opening up that jewelry store right yeah. so I, I didn't want to take my malibu my mom's malibu so what i did was i booked the reservation for a rental right so i i get the reservation i talk to somebody on the phone corporate right and i tell them i booked the reservation uh uh through corporate right the 1-800 number right yeah i tell the guy yeah i understand you guys have a policy against um debit cards and credit cards 
hey, am I okay? I don't have a credit card. Am I okay with using this debit card? And the guy says, yeah, yeah, you're fine, man. Okay, so we booked the reservation, right? So I have to go pick up the vehicle in Fresno, right? At the at the, at the the airport. Yeah. I have to pick up the rental at the Enterprise at the airport, mm-hmm. right? So I asked my buddy, hey, can you drive my car back? You know, I'm going to go pick up a car. And he's like, yeah, bro, t- you know, think about it, bro. That's his time. That's The gas is high, bro. I drive all the way to Fresno, right? I get there, bro. He drops me off. He's like, I'm going to go put some gas in your car. I'm like, okay. And then on top of that, I shoot him $20 for going with me, right? So I get to Fresno, bro. And uh, and the guy's like, oh, no, nah, bro. We can't just take this rental with your debit card. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Yeah, you have to have a credit card. I'm like, no, nah, bro. Like, I called and I knew you guys had some kind of policy. It's been a while, but I knew you guys had some kind of policy against that, bro. Like, why can I not get my... My, my, my fucking car, I called to make sure, you know, the guy on the phone told me so. And I think I even had jot his name down, bro, because right. I always take notes when I yeah. deal with people, customer service, especially yeah. like, oh, what's your name, you know? In case I ever have to refer back, like, well, yeah. so-and-so told me this, you know? Yeah. So they didn't let me take the rental, bro, you know? So I come back, I'm pissed, bro. So I get on corporate, you know, the website, fucking file a complaint, bro, you know what I mean? And now I also do the same thing, better business, bro, file a complaint, bro, because I'm sick and tired of big corporate, you know what I mean? Corporations getting over on us like that, bro, right? So I go, I file a complaint, you know? And uh, I file a complaint, and then I get a call back the next day, bro. Like, hey, you know, we're so sorry, sir, about, you know, this, this, and that. Hey, like, you know what, man? Honestly, I live in Dinuba, bro. I had to drive 35 miles all the way to Fresno, bro. I had to pay my friend, and not just that, bro. I didn't want to put the miles on my vehicle for this yeah. business trip, bro. Yeah. That's why I got this rental, and I made sure to ask the individual that I was speaking to through your guy when I when I booked the reservation for the vehicle, and oh, I'm so sorry, sir. How about we make it up to you by giving you all free rental? You know, I was like, fine, I'll take that, I guess. You know, so now I got a a free rental, bro. But it's it's fucked up, bro. You know what I mean? Like how? I guess what I want to say is just like you have to kind of like. Not be dirty, bro, but you know what I mean? Like, these motherfuckers, like, they do shit like that, bro. For you to fall in line with, you know, having credit cards and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have a credit card in order to book our card. That doesn't make any sense. No. You know what I mean? No. Why can't I just pay for the insurance? It covers, it covers, a, it's like their insurance. It makes sure that, that you will for sure get charged for it, though. Whether you, whether you pay your credit card bill or not, that's not their problem, but they have to make sure that they deal with it. And I think credit somehow is like a more, like... Uh, somehow, ironically, a credible source of making sure that you get charged for it somehow because I guess your debit card could uh, mm. overdraft or fu- – I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know, but it's something like that. Yeah, and that's how I started thinking, bro. Honestly, bro, I'm like, well, fuck that. You know, I'm going to make a complaint. I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and do that, bro, because I'm so sick and tired. Bro, you know how much money I've thrown away, bro, for little things like that yeah. when these big corporations are always trying to get over, bro? Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, man, thanks for coming on, bro. I appreciate you, man. Let's take a picture. Yeah. Tony, you're the fucking man. Thank you for coming back on again, man. I love talking to you. I'll see you on Monday. Listener, thank you so much for tuning back in for another episode. I hope that you kind of picked up on where we were going with some of this. These are legitimate concerns of mine and clearly of Tony's, and I think a lot of most people's. Depends on maybe how much we think about it, and sometimes it's too much, maybe. Like in my case, I sometimes can't turn it off. I think we should also be able to turn it off. But by having an open conversation with someone, usually you can kind of help get it off your mind and then not get so concerned about it. Just be prepared for what may come of it, you know? I think by having conversations with each other, could actually fix everything. If we had better communication, I don't think we'd be trying to blow each other up right now. 
I think if we had better dialogue, I think we would actually get along a lot more in the long run. And we would also make it clear by having such conversations with each other, what is necessary? What does our community need? What does our country need? What does your church need? What does your gym need? Uh, you know what I mean? And the small clicks are like, what kind of resources you need to get down? We are obviously in a global economy. We're in a global socialization. And I know I touched on social engineering a lot in this episode, and Tony kind of reeled me back in. But we are living in a, in a weird type of world. And it's our job to kind of just do the best we can. It's, it definitely feels unreal sometimes, don't it? But the goal remains that we have to gain momentum towards a better tomorrow. And I think the answer to do that is more connectivity, more symbiosis, more realization of that symbiosis. Because if we start cutting off ties with our symbiotic each other, right, we're alone in space, floating. And maybe some people would say you're in fucking hell. You don't want to be alone, you know. So don't forget that. Make sure you talk to your friends or the people that listen. And if you're not talking enough, reach out to me, man, because I know what that's like. You got to keep moving forward. We all got to. Shout out to you. Shout out to the shit that you're doing out there. This is Tyler Colombero signing off for this episode. I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. The beat you were about to hear was created by Roy OG, fan and guest of the Symbiosis Now podcast. (laughs) 